Hello, podcast fans from YouTube or the audio version. This is episode 64. I thought 64 was last week. Booking too many awesome guests for you guys. <laughs> Literally losing track. Um, going to slam out some ad reads and I'm going to talk to you about a giveaway I just did and as well a little bit about the guests today. Uh, guys, buying a house can be stressful. We'll all go through this uh, this process at some point in our life. Well, I mean, you should anyways. Uh, why make it more stressful than it has to be? Get your house red seal inspected to ensure your new home is perfect. Whether you're looking inside of Winnipeg or outside of Winnipeg, red seals do it all. From the basement to the attic. Uh, addict. No. <laughs> attic. Contact Jeremy to help you protect the biggest investment of your life. Professionally trained with the most thorough inspection in the city, Jeremy will ensure you are buying a top quality home. Shoot him an email, jeremy at redsealinspection.ca, or give him a call, 204-292-7791, and get started with a new home today. That was a good toss. Genius, Denzel. Stupid. Uh, going to the next one here. Uh, Lux Beauty Lab, a cute... Uh, Lux Beauty Lab, a cozy beauty boutique located at 1841 Portage Avenue in the heart of St. James. Lux offers all quality eyelash extension services and retails lash products for other lash stylists to purchase. That's huge. There's a lot of you guys in this city. Also offered is a wide variety of hairstyling services ranging from men's cuts, colors, and beard lineup to women's colors, blowouts, and formal updos. From now until the end of June, so that's the rest of this month, I believe... Yep, that's the rest of this month. Uh, receive a premium men's package, which includes a haircut, wash, and scalp massage, as well as a beard lineup and trim for only 20 bucks. Guys, that's a stupid deal. That's insane. That is going to save everyone so much money and hope, hopefully get them a lot of business, you know? Uh, when you mention Wesley Studios, uh, the whole deal, all I get to do is mention, you know, me and my podcast. Uh, call 204-504-4353 to book your appointment or find them on Schedulicity to book online. Of course, all the information to both those sponsors will be in the podcast description. Um, I just did a giveaway on my Instagram uh, that is giving away. Let's see if you guys can zoom in on this or not, or I'll try to. Uh, it's giving away this bottle of Paul Coffee Whiskey from JP Weisers. Uh, I was lucky enough to get my hand on their new uh, get my hands on their new alumni line. If you're going to enter a contest I ever do, which will be this will be the only one for the next little while because it's hard to do contests. Uh, this is the one to do it. Head over to my Instagram for details. Follow JP Wisers and, of course, follow myself. Tag one person. Every comment is an individual uh, entry, uh, ballot. Uh, unlimited entries. Do as many times as you want. I'll run it for probably, honestly, a little while. Like, for sure, two or three weeks. I want as many people as I can to enter this contest. Because uh, that's a sweet deal, man. That's a pretty expensive bottle of whiskey. And it's delicious, guys. It's so good. Um, anyways, to the content today, I have Birdie Bree. She is honestly... This is this guest is right up there with the Paranormal Investigators. They were, she was absolutely amazing. One of the nicest people I've ever met on this podcast. Um, golf is this growing passion of mine. So it's a great opportunity to be able to actually chat and talk golf with someone. Uh, who definitely knows what they're talking about rather than just me and my drunk <laughs> me and my drunk buddies when we golf. Um, lots of great tips, lots of learning tips. She uh, she herself runs a podcast, Birdie Bree Golf Talks. It's on streaming on all platforms. Of course, go check out Safety Net Studios uh, and all their great podcasts. 
Um, but yeah, that's about all the tidbits I'm going to give you. You just got to tune in and listen. Keep liking, subscribing, and sharing. Of course, please go rate and review my podcast on iTunes. And I think Google might do it, and I'm not sure if Spotify does yet. But of course, and also my YouTube channel. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, yeah, awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. And this is you guys are going to have a great time with this episode. Denzel awesome. was there. That's a Denzel big one. That should always be the biggest. And Denzel, they go ape shit. I'm in Denzel in my life. You think you're Denzel? You think you're walking to a room full of cops with a bunch of confidence and swagger? That's what Denzel does. Denzel got the smoothest walk-in show business, don't he? It was an amazing experience with Denzel because he was a complete legend. You know what I mean? He's been around longer than I've been alive in a sense. And Let's swing for the fences. Let's offer it to Denzel. Absolute pleasure having you here. I'm so excited. I've been like literally since we've agreed on a date, it's like, oh my god, yes, golf. I love golf. I've never this is probably the first year I've really ever like I don't want to say taken it seriously, but I've played with the intent not to just drink with my buddies, but to actually like lower my score and yeah. practice my short game and stuff, you know what I mean? Um and it's worked. I've definitely gotten a lot better at it, but we'll get we'll circle around to that after. Uh so tell introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your podcast, and then we'll go full circle on who you are and why you are the way you are. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. I'm Birdie Bree, uh, or better known as Bree Takaruski. Takaruski. I wasn't going to try and pronounce that. <laughs> no, it's a good old Ukrainian name. Yeah, okay. Um, I myself, I've been a competitive golfer since I was 14. Um, I'm 26, and I picked up a club when I was five. So I've been playing for 21 years. Oh, wow. Um, probably the biggest thing about me is golf is my life yep it's been my life since i was pretty much old enough to walk okay excellent. um i was a quote-unquote daddy's girl <laughs> okay so right on yeah wherever... golf, it was golf or hockey right <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> um i'm bambi on skates so i had to go with golf oh okay um and wherever my dad went i had to go yep so oh the he, golf course right yeah, yeah. that's funny <laughs> he used to play with my uncle and he cut down an old five iron and brought me along, put me at 100 yards from the green, mm-hmm. and I just got to chip it all the way down. Just and keep whacking at it, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he picked me up in the cart, and I thought, yes, I get to go for a ride. Um, and then at the age of 14, I went into my first golf tournament, completely became hooked. Okay, so now now this is where I'm going to start asking <laughs> questions, because this is where it gets fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so between... I don't know, like six and 14 then, were you taking lessons actively then? Was this like, this was your sport then, quote unquote, right? Actually, my sport was soccer. Okay. I played soccer for 13 years, Oh. Okay. but I loved all sports. I played basketball, badminton, volleyball, as long as it wasn't on water or some form of ice, (laughs) I was good to go. Yeah, you were good to go, okay. Um, But the biggest thing is when I was probably about eight, nine years old, Mm -hmm. uh, Golf Central opened. And okay. Golf Central was run by Dave McMillan and Derek Ingram. Okay. And Derek Ingram was my dad's coach at the time. Oh, right on. Okay. So, being the quote-unquote daddy's yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. if dad was taking lessons, I had to take lessons too. Mm-hmm. So, I started taking group lessons with Derek and Dave, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting hooked. Um, Derek ended up being my coach, and from probably about the ages of 8 to 14, I really did a lot of group lessons, but also a lot of individual lessons. Okay. And then as soon as I went into that first golf tournament, I did strictly individual lessons. Oh, okay, okay. 
So then, what like what was the purpose of a tournament? Was it the your coaches just like, hey, do you want to you want to give this a shot or? No, I'm super competitive. Oh, okay, okay. Um, everybody that knows me will definitely say that 100. percent Okay. Um, so I wanted to compete. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I went into my first golf tournament. It was a scramble. It was the first time I was really golfing away from my dad. No, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah. it was out at Selkirk where I was a member of. Oh, nice. Um, okay. It was my first year out at Selkirk, first time joining a golf club. And and yeah, that that's awesome though. I was super scared. Like nobody knew didn't know anything about me. Mm-hmm. Um I got up on the first tee and hit probably the best drive nice. I've ever there hit in my go. life. Yeah, of all the shots you're going to hit, that's the one yeah. you want to hit the best. <laughs> I still have never replicated it. Really? Oh wow. Um, have you ever played Selkirk before? I have not. So I'm the very fir- inside Winnipeg is probably. Uh-huh. It. I got us. I'm slowly working on it, but it's also expensive. So <laughs> you're gonna have to venture out. Selkirk's yeah. a really good course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the first hole is 341 yards straight away. Okay. And somehow I put it just off the green. Oh wow! Uh, lots of adrenaline. The perfect wind. Yeah. The golf um, gods were in your favor. That yeah. Day. <laughs> I still to this day have never hit a shot like that wow. before. Wow. Wow. Well, that's. Then it counted when you hit it, right? Yeah. And after that first tee shot, it's like, this is what I want to do. Now, was it uphill from there? Very much so. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Um, I was able to calm down okay. after that, and my group ended up winning the scramble. Oh, right on. And then two weeks later, I went into my first individual tournament, which was the Junior Bantam Championship. Okay. And Which kind course of was that? Players. Okay. So I kind of had a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Oh, no. Um, players who fell apart. <laughs> well, the first day I did... Um, oh, it's a I tournament, shot, tournament. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's two days. All right. I shot 94 the first day. Okay. And I was quite happy with that. You're breaking 100. That's still something a lot of my buddies can't do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know who they are, but. Yeah. Um, but the next day, I chipped in four times. I was rolling in 50 footers oh, and somehow wow. shot 77. Holy shit. That's a, that's a big turnaround. Yeah. So after that point, I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm going to continue yeah, to do. Yeah, wow. I, and that's kind of cool, though, that like. In golf with a tournament, like a two-day tournament, three-day tournament, you have the opportunity to turn it around. Big time. Where, for me anyways, like as an amateur golfer, like I got one through 18. If my friend nine sucks, I'm like, shit, I only got nine to pick it up and I'm not burying anything. <laughs> That's when, so I'm the University of Manitoba women's coach. Yes, I, I, I read that, yeah. I and that note. <laughs> one of the big things that we always talk about is making sure that you can throw shots into your rear view. Right. So it's just like driving a car. If you're driving your car and you're staring out your rear view mirror... You're going to crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the exact same thing in golf. And especially golf, I find, is such a mental sport. Like, it's really, like, if you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. Exactly. And and especially as an individual sport, like a team sport, there's four other guys on the ice. I'll use ice as an example. Mm -hmm. There's four other guys on the ice that can help you pick it up, right? You're golfing against the guy in your cart, so he's not going to try to help you, right? (laughs) Like, as much as he's your buddy, like, I'm trying to crush my friends, right? Exactly. (laughs) Um. So did you win that ter- first tournament? I did. Yeah, okay, that sounds like you won it. I just need to yeah. make sure. So you're hooked after that. Uh, so what is that? Is there like a point system for that tournament? Or is that just like... No, nope, it was like just a, that tournament. Okay, so just Selkirk it was... decided to throw some... I'm sorry, there's a hair on here and I can't get it. <laughs> right there. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> um, so did this Selkirk just did it just for the sake of like, yeah. let's do something fun for the weekend? Okay. Yeah. Selkirk was very much, let's get all the juniors together. It was their junior open. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Players was put on through the province. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I looked up players, actually. I wanted to go there the other day, but I'm not spending that much money to golf. I, well, I asked <laughs> them for Twilight, and the guy kind of goes, yeah, we don't have Twilight here. I'm like, then you don't have my service here. Sorry. I'm <laughs> shocked. They closed down at 630. 
Dad and I really? showed up. We were going to practice. Yeah. Um, we had a tournament at Elmhurst. Uh-huh. And they're like, nope, it's 635. You can't go on. It's across the street from my work. Oh. I am in that little industrial park. I drive past it every day. Mm-hmm. They're cutting the grass every morning. I want to play so bad, but it's expensive. It's very expensive. Like 68 or 70 bucks to do 18 or something. Yeah. That's a... That's a full tank of gas for me, and I can't. I can't. Exactly. It's, I'll just go to. Yeah, forget it. I'll go to Lorette and play thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive outside the city for that one. Okay, so then you win that tournament. Mm-hmm. Now, is that when you start you yourself or with your coach? Do you start looking at it as like, okay, now I want to start either. I don't want to say like just. I want to win trophies that mean something or can move me forward in the sport to me it's like i want to win money but you're 15 i'm sure that's the last thing yeah. in your mind <laughs> here's a hundred dollars oh okay um so is it a decision between your coach to keep getting more competitive rather than just you know just keep winning local tournaments i got um, what, what's the next step there like what's what's your thinking after the, ne- the next step for me um we had kind of sat down before i got into tournaments and said okay these are the five or six tournaments that i'm going to do for the season mm-hmm. see how i like it if i love it I'll continue on and do more. Yeah, oh yeah. If I hate it, hey, the sticks are staying in the garage. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I guess that's a bonus, yeah. So I ended up playing in the provincial junior mm-hmm. that year. Uh shot one oh nine, one oh five, tied for last. Oh. Um, but it really got that competitive side going for me. Yeah. Um, it really got me to turn around and say, Hey, you need to practice. Yep. You need to work with your coach. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out how to actually play a golf course. And three years later, I ended up going out and winning it. Oh, really? Yeah. So then for the rest of the summer, did you finish those tournaments still? Or oh, yeah. is it, yeah, okay. Because, man, like, no, I don't want to say 109 is bad, but like when you shot a 77 before, it's like 109 is like, well, I'm never golfing again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so winning that tournament then, the junior, the provincial junior, what does that do for your career golf wise? Like, how did, is it a point system? Is it like it's not uh, a point system? Okay. Um, what it is is you're playing for a provincial spot on the provincial team. Okay. So back then it was four spots. Okay. Now it's only three. Um, I still do wish that it was uh, the four. A men's and a women, or is yeah. it just straight up three? Uh, men and women's okay, teams. Okay. 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 Um, so the men went to a different province and the women went to another province. And does that change yearly? I guess, or yeah. is it okay? Just whoever happens to host it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So then, so if you win. So you won that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then you win that. That earns you your spot? Yes. Oh, okay. So I ended up going as their number one. Right on. Um, The year previous, I ended up making it in by the skin of my teeth as number four. (laughs) So that's really when I sat there and I'm like, okay, I need to win. Yeah, I want that number one spot. (laughs) Yeah. I tasted what four tasted like. (laughs) I I, I need to know what one tastes like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then... This is so fascinating because I only know the bro side of golf. I want to yeah. know like the professional side of golf. This is so fun. Uh, so t- you'd be team Manitoba then, right? Correct. So then you would play. So how does it work as a round robin or do you go to like Alberta? Do you go to BC? So what it is is everybody kind of comes to the same spot. Right. So wherever the prevent or wherever the Canadians is being hosted. Okay. Um, so there's a team aspect and an individual aspect. Oh, okay. So the team aspect, all the teams play, it's top three scores out of four each day. So it's a two day. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cut and then there's individuals. Okay. So that year mm-hmm. we all kind of tanked a little bit. Oh no. Um, but the <laughs> this following- This was the year you were leading the team? Correct. Okay. 
Um, but then the following year, we ended up, three out of the four of us ended up making the cut. Oh, wow. So that was pretty awesome. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Yeah, no kidding. Especially out of all of Canada. Yeah. And how old were you when you did this? Uh, 16. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just going to slowly go down your... Yeah, so three-time Manitoba Provincial Amateur Champion, four-time mm -hmm. Manitoba Match Play Champion, and ten-time Manitoba Provincial Team Member. That's... That's a lot. Ten is a lot of wins. That's... <laughs> So that was in between both being on the women's team mm -hmm. and being on the junior team. Oh, okay, okay. And I think probably the biggest feat for me was I won the junior mm -hmm. and I ended up qualifying for the women's uh, team as a junior. Um, and that was the first time that, that that had happened in probably about 15, 20 years. Wow. So that was really cool. So you were just straight up just a cut ahead of everyone else then? A little bit. It was more... Like, I, what, what made you stand out to be 16 and winning Canada's, like, you're almost, like, the best female golfer in Canada, like, amateur junior-wise, anyways? In the province, yeah. yeah. okay, okay, we'll call it province, then. Yeah. Um, I have to pump your tires a little bit, because you are my guest, but I'm also <laughs> doing it incorrectly, so just correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing was my drive. Um, I would rather not lose than mm -hmm. win. I'm one of those where I cannot stand failure. Okay. That's that how I sense. am in my everyday life. That's kind of Pod how I was brought up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcasting, teaching, coaching, That's everything. Good. That's good. Um, okay, so so then it was it was your the power you had off the tee, then that was kind of what separated you. Actually, funny enough, um, I was probably and still am probably one of the shortest in the field. Really? Just accurate as shit, though, probably, yes. right? Yeah, okay. I'm not long. I'm about in between 220 and 240, okay. consistently off the tee. Yeah. Which, for a women's game, is a little bit below average. You normally see between 230 and 250. Oh, okay. Um, But I'm very straight. It's going dead straight, right? Yeah. See where mine is like a, I don't know, 60 or 70 foot slice. And <laughs> it, I See, my problem is I took lessons when I was a kid. That was mm -hmm. the one thing I'll always thank my parents for is putting me in golf lessons because it's... I still use lessons today that I learned then, right? Perfect. But just when you're 12 or 25, the power is different now, Very right? Different. So my swing is different. But I, I, I'm so bad for wanting to murder the ball every time. Yeah. Rather than just doing a good even swing, but I want it to go farther. Mm -hmm. But I'm get, slowly getting, starting to realize that you play smarter golf, you play a better golf, right? Actually, the biggest thing is where you make contact. Okay. So if you're swinging out of your shoes, you're going to make contact on the heel or on the toe. Right. Versus where you're going to get the best distance and control is right in the center. Right in the center, right. Which, again, easier said than done, mm -hmm. but I'm also just just going out with my buddies, right? I'm not winning anything. Yeah. Um, so uh, now that you have... So when did... It, sorry. When did golf then become... Because it said you got a scholarship, right? Correct. So uh, was that when golf turned into okay i need to get an education now or was it still competitive winning tournaments at that point golf even up till now is competitive for okay me. okay um it was awesome that golf ended up paying for most of my education yeah that's i'm wicked, really yeah. lucky about that especially down in kentucky down the yeah States. that's cool um so i actually started off my first year at the u of m mm -hmm. they had the women's program and unfortunately my first year as a freshman they disbanded they the women's team it. okay so I ended up down in Georgia for six months, and I blew out my knee the first time. Oh. Had knee surgery. Golfing, you blew it out. Uh, I was in the gym. 
I was oh, doing a wall no. set. Of course, it's never the sports-related injury, yeah. right? Oh. Well, technically, it was a sports-related. Yeah, but even <laughs> people on the ice hurt themselves golfing, or people have been on the football field will hurt themselves thrown like off the field. It's yeah. never in your sport, right? Um, a wall so set. Oh. yeah, it it was bad. I came out and I ended up tearing the meniscus. Ooh. Um, but it was it's what's known as a bucket tear. Okay. So it actually got hooked. So my knee was actually stuck in the same position for about eight to ten weeks. Oh. And Canada and the U.S. were fighting over who was going to pay the bill. Oh, So no. I was kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, so the school ended up paying for it. It was done on their time with yeah, their trainer. that makes sense, yeah. So had the surgery, come back, and little did I know that my coach in Georgia called the coach in Kentucky mm-hmm. and said, hey, I've got a girl. She's fresh off a knee surgery. She just needs somebody to give her a chance. Oh. Because I originally was going to stay at the U of M. Yeah, 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 right. And I get a call from Kentucky saying, do you want to come down and play for us? Oh, that's like the greatest phone call ever. (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, I was a little nervous because of my experience in Georgia. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go down, uh, end up meeting my roommate, um, who ended up being one of my best friends. She's from Bristol, England. Oh, cool. Yeah, so her and I, we still talk. Right on. And it was at that point we were sitting down for dinner. And I'm like, this is where I need to be. Yeah, so, it, just, it just was a comfortable fit, right? Yeah. So how did that scholarship come about then? Because, like, how you're just doing tournaments up until, mm-hmm. I guess, 18 when you would have graduated. Yeah. And you graduated here, Winnipeg? Correct. And what, what high school did you go to? St. Mary's Academy. Oh, no way. My mom teaches there. Oh, no. I'm sorry. She's a teacher's aide there. What's the name? Patty LeBlanc. No, she... Because mm. you're 93? 92. Okay, I'm 94, so I don't know how long she's been there for, but it's been a while. Well, I've got two cousins that, well, one just graduated, but I've got another one that's in there. Before you leave, talk to her. Cause yes. She's honest. Every guest I have over, she knows somehow. <laughs> Honestly, it's unbelievable. Like, I'll tell them, like, like, we had a music guy that hosts a music festival, and I was like, oh, she, he's going to Europe soon. And she's like, I wonder if he'd know that, blah, blah, blah. And then they start, then the 45 minutes they're up there, and like, oh, whatever. Yep. So, St. Mary's would have sent you through the, the, scholarship then you would have got it from st mary's to go to u of m is that how that works yes okay because i know st mary's i think right now chipman i think runs their golf team i think they pay for uh, all their golf stuff or something i remember being extremely jealous when my I, mom told me I about think it or so. something like that um actually when i was there mm-hmm. we started the golf team oh my parents went to the gym teacher and went to the principal mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because they never went to parent teacher because I never really had an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, yes, I want to speak to the principal and I want to speak to the gym teacher. Oh, wow. And who else do I need to speak to? And I'm sitting there going, oh my word, like I'm going to get kicked out. Yeah, like I don't know what's going to happen. you or something. That's so yeah. funny. And they sat down and they're like, you have three provincial golfers because there were three of us. Oh, wow. Okay. From grade nine to grade 12. And I was just in grade nine at the time. Oh, wow. So you have four years to develop that team. Oh, yeah. wow. Build the roots and get the scholarship. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because I know St. Mary's, even St. Paul's, uh, I think St. Paul's golf program is probably pretty good. I'd be so cool having a high school golf team. That would have been awesome. Um, so you get the scholarship. Then U of M obviously just wanted to stay here, I'm sure, right? Yes. Um, staying here was probably a bonus, but did that at the time, did they have a good women's team? They They did. So then do they fold just because I'm sure what, like, three of them graduated and there's no one coming up or it just not Pretty as not much. no interest, right? Yeah. Which, that yeah, it sucks. It's always, uh, it's, my high school team had a female hockey team too and it folded because they all graduated and then no one's coming. Exactly. <laughs> no one filled the shoes, right? So 
correct me if you've said this already, but I'm trying to piece it together, mm-hmm. and obviously for the listeners and stuff. So after your first year U of M team folds, mm-hmm. did you immediately start looking around? Yes. Or was it kind of just, you, at, at no point in your mind was it, well, I guess I'm just going to go back to tournament golf? Actually, it was more before I knew the team folded. I was looking, you were to, looking go, elsewhere. to go to the States. Yeah, yeah. And then I ended up getting a phone call um, from TAPS, which is a recruiting agency. Oh, okay. So I ended up going through them. Did the NAI and the NCAA Clearinghouse, depending on which avenue I wanted right, to do. Yeah, okay. And I ended up getting a couple different offers, but Georgia was the one that I really liked. Yeah. Um, it was Thomasville, Georgia. It was a small NAI school. Just I love built, that they're built around their college, probably. Pretty oh, much. That's the best. Yeah. I love that there were like sixteen to twenty-five students in each classroom. Oh, awesome! Like, nice. You really one got that one-on-one. One. Yeah, that's huge. Um, yeah. See that stuff, I would never think about. I'm like, how's the golf? education okay whatever how's the golf though <laughs> no that, that's good that you're more of an adult than i am uh, <laughs> actually it was more my parents <laughs> oh well still that's how it would be that's with me too um did moving to the states worry you at all or was that something more like maybe even more exciting than anything i was super excited yeah. my parents were no. like petrified yeah yeah <laughs> moving away to college in the states just gonna party the whole time yeah right? And the uh, other thing is, I'm an only child. Oh, So no. moving away, like, the I'm super leaving. close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm super that, close yeah. with my parents, so. Yeah. So am I, but I got a little brother, but it's, okay. I'm more important. Um, <laughs> what else? What else? So now that you're in the States, mm-hmm. how was golf there? Did you did you enjoy the golf, or was it? I didn't get how, a chance how did to. You, oh, oh cause you because you busted I, your knee. Yeah. Okay, okay, you busted it real early then. So Jeez. I busted it. A week after training camp. Oh no, that's so, so school disappointing. had just started. So I you finished the year though, right? Did you stay well, there I did, and do your I education? I did the semester. Okay. Um, and then I ended up coming back. I rehabbed it. Okay. Took a couple courses at U of M. Right. And then and I then get that's this when you get call the Kentucky out of nowhere. Call, right. Okay. Um, were you hesitant at first to take Kentucky? Very much so. Now, um, was that because of recovering from an injury? Were you worried about your game at all? Like, you would you like? Because some, some people bust up their knee and they have to walk funny the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Was yeah. that at all in your mind? or? Um, I think the biggest thing is right after knee surgery, um, they said it wouldn't be that hard of a recovery. And I've had injuries from like soccer and badminton mm-hmm. and everything. So when I finally got the phone call, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't picked up a golf club yet. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because rehab's just learning how to bend your knee again, exactly. not swing a club. <laughs> so ended up going down there. I think I hit... 20 balls before I got down there. Oh, jeez. And I looked at the coach and I said, I have no idea how I will play. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm going to play a hook. I don't know if I'm going to play a slice. Like, I know I can't get on my left side. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Right-handed. Okay, so which knee did you bust? The left. So that's... That's the one that torques and takes yeah, all the weight bearing. Okay, okay. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to do it slow motion in my head. I'm like, nah, that's wrong if I say it that way. But, oh, of course, it's the one yeah. knee you need. I, I would have been better off messing up my right side. Yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so how long did you stay in Kentucky for then? All three years. You finished, so the that's a four-year program? Five. Correct. Okay, four-year, four year. okay. So then what did you graduate in? Was that your radio? I, gra- I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Communication with a minor in Journalism. So down there I ended up doing radio, debate, tutoring. Oh, cool. Um, captain the golf team my final two years. Nice. So then when you captain golf team, is that like just moving forward out outside of school is that just like something wicked to have on your resume is that kind of how how does that how does that factor into post education 
golf free world <laughs> it's very good for a resume absolutely well, especially um, now the job you have now obviously yeah <laughs> well funny enough i've never actually had a job interview because <laughs> well, they probably just had a reference yeah she's hired <laughs> well i was actually a member at elmhurst before oh no I way mean, okay cool came the assistant golf pro right on so i was actually funny story yeah um i was playing with our associate golf pro at the time ivan coop okay and we're playing in the ham and Eger, which is just a fun couples tournament ham and Eger sounds yeah <laughs> and we're coming down hole 18 and we had been talking and he'd been asking like what do you plan on doing and yeah, yeah, yeah. i actually had an internship lined up at a communication firm oh okay cool and i ended up holding it out on hole 18 from like 118 yards oh no and he looks at me <laughs> and he goes do you want a job here <laughs> And I'm like, sure. So the second most important shot of your life. Then. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I, I, I Forgive me. I totally thought you were a lot older. So this makes, because you only graduated what then? Like four years, five years five ago? Five years ago. Oh, okay. See, I'm thinking you're like 35. I'm like, oh, so what have you been doing for the last 10 years? No, like, I'm only 26. No, and that <laughs> blows, that, that, again, I shouldn't guess a lady's age, but um, I just always assume older. Um so then you've been at Elmhurst then solid full like full time is that mm -hmm. how that works okay so full time for 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 five years four or five years four then. years um I worked for my parents mm -hmm. for about eight months probably right after you graduated right? yeah. yeah I love my parents I love their company mm -hmm. I am not a desk person in oh, any shape way or form yes. yeah I'm a desk per desk person yeah, yeah yeah I was there uh front of house and it killed me <laughs> like i i'm such a people person where i love interacting and talking that just sitting there on a phone all day just does yeah, not work yeah because then you just wait for the day to end and then you can exactly. go, go do what you like to do right did you were you part-time at all or just just doing golfing or just uh like when you were during that eight months when you graduated then like what was golf like for you then um i was working full-time for my parents so right. i would work uh 8 30 until 4 30 mm -hmm. for them uh, great thing is, is their company's just down the street from us. Nice. So dad and I, we would go home afterwards, eat dinner, mm -hmm. and we would head to the course. Nice. How often were you, like, how many times a week? Probably five to six. Oh, Jesus. That's so awesome. But yeah, I guess <laughs> if you have a membership, you can yeah. do that. You can golf every day if you want, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, hey, we have some guys that golf two, three times a day. Oh, I, my retirement is looking very mm -hmm. golf heavy. Don't worry. I've already yes. looked at it. Yeah. Um, is there any is there any like the because elmer's is pr uh member only correct okay because i tried looking it up if i played there because i got you guys mixed up with someone in the city but okay. i i've i went to a christmas party there hmm. so i have been there once i've never golfed there but we might um, have to change that yeah if you can get me in please <laughs> i would love that that'd be absolutely amazing um but yeah it's on I, record we'll get around it yeah if, yeah well you'd you'd shoot me a text be here here this time yeah i'll 100% I'll be there. Perfect. Um, yeah, I looked at the golf course. It's beautiful. It but is. I guess, but if, but, but if it's private, you guys have the, f like, compared to city courses, you guys have the funds and the manpower mm -hmm. to go cut the lawns every day. You guys do the greens. You guys change the holes. Well, all right. Um, so other than, so are you just doing lessons all day or what is, what does a day like look like for you? So a typical day for me will start either at four, four twenty, or five twenty, depending on what time I got to wake up. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, which is actually not a bad thing because I'm a morning person. Um, and I'm at the course for either 6 or 6.30. Okay. Um, today I was there at 5.30 because we had a tournament. Right, okay. And normally I'm in the shop from 6.30 until 2 or 6 till 2, depending on if it's a weekday or a weekend. Oh, okay, okay. And then from 2 until about 
7, 7.30, I'll teach. And then afterwards, sometimes I'll go home or my dad will meet me at the course and we'll go play five, six, nine holes. So however dark it gets, right? Do yeah. a twilight. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So then you must shoot. You must know that course inside and out then. Big time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a couple of the last episodes and I think one, it was your, to the, uh, which one was it? Um, where are you? Um, from tea to green. Hmm. That's the one I I'm I'm behind. I tried powering out as many of them as I could today, just so I had stuff to talk about and get yeah. to know you a little bit. It's funny when you came downstairs, like, oh yeah, that's the voice I've been hearing in my head for three hours today. Yeah. <laughs> um, because you mentioned like if anyone's played hole three, it's this kind of lie and this elevation. Yeah. Like, oh wow, she's got this <laughs> down to like an absolute science. Well, I'm also very weird in the form of. <laughs> No matter what kind of golf shot I've played, what kind of golf hole mm -hmm. I've played, I can remember every single shot that I've ever done in my life at every single course. Now, I'm working on that. Okay. Because for me, I know I'm a bit of a more distance with my irons. Mm -hmm. So my drive is wonky. Sometimes it goes straight. Sometimes it curves. Whatever. I can, I can either go way left and mm -hmm. it'll curve and then, you know, whatever it hits dead center, like awesome. But I'm aiming like 40 feet off, whatever. It's yep. fine. But my irons, I'm very heavy with my irons. Mm -hmm. So, like, my pitching wedge, I'll sail it. I'll always overhit with a pitching wedge. I finally got a 56, though, um, which I'll, we'll get back to because the, the random golf questions I have, I wrote them down all day today. Uh-oh. No, it's nothing weird. It's just, like, you'll, you'll see. Um, okay. So, I'm heavy with my irons, so I'm trying to remember, okay, eight iron. Like, I'll go to the driving range, try to go once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. Or I have a field in my backyard, so I can Perfect. hit. I can get about 70 yards as long as there's no kids playing at the park. Because mm -hmm. um, then people yell, and I don't want to hit them, whatever. Uh, but I try and remember, like, okay, my five iron, a buck 80, buck 90, mm -hmm. if I hit it right. Then I can go five, six, seven. Okay, seven is a little shorter. Uh, and then I keep working down. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to remember, like, it's tough for me to, like, pitching wedge, light swing. No, no, I have to. It's got to be the same swing but different elevation, right, or yeah. a different loft, right? And that's one thing I really struggle with. That's the one thing I, I'm trying so hard to remember. Okay. Like, to hit my – like, I've never even used my 56. I got it, like, two weeks ago. Garage sale. Mm -hmm. Great deal. Um, <laughs> it was this, the, the, the rusted Callaways. Mm -hmm. I got it for $5. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A golf course closed, and they're selling their old inventory. They're was like, that we, Meadows? No, um, Fantasy Lakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that was my favorite 18 three, par, I, par three. I love that place. I actually did their Chicks for Six clinics oh, their no way, final really? year. Yeah, I didn't even know it closed because, like, I've been... Lorette's kind of, like, the course I always end mm -hmm. up going to. So when I drive past, obviously, Fantasy Lakes is right there. And I'm like, they still have garbage cans up. The lawns don't look terrible. Like, I knew they weren't... But I, I also, like, I was so bummed when I found out they actually, like, finally closed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the owner lives in Transcona, and she was had extra clubs laying Chucky. around. Yeah, yeah. They're members at Elmhurst. Oh, right on. Okay, yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, so I ended up buying a three wood, a sand wedge, and a and a 50, 54, actually. Okay. Because the sand is 56, and I'm kind of bummed that I thought a sand was less. Oh. I'll show you after, but it, sa Please. it says 56 on the sand wedge, but whatever. You um, can also bend those back. Really? So you can change the loft on there. Ooh, I might change my 54. <laughs> I might get creative. Do you yeah. like blowtorch it and then tank and reef on it not quite or in a vice and you just yank on it's it. a vice okay 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 I, remind me okay two things you have to talk to my mom before you leave mm -hmm. and i'm gonna show you my clubs before you leave perfect um uh oh, shit, what was i gonna say oh remembering what shot i make mm -hmm. 
Because off the drive, that's the same one every time, just remembering how to swing it. Um, three wood I haven't used, but I'm good with the old one I had, so that one's okay too. But it's uh, it's pretty much within about 100, 110 where it gets tricky. Okay. And that's one of the things I was trying to really pay attention to your tee to green was that's where you were talking a lot about. Cause yes. Because that's the shot I practice the most. But like you said too, you get inside your head when you practice 100 times. Big time. And then your last 50 are like... <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. It's like studying. I always kind of, if 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 I'm starting to forget simple things, bedtime, time to go exactly. to bed. And that's much easier said than done, right? Because yeah. if I keep shanking, it's like, no, I got to get this, got to get this. No, no, no. Well, that's when, if, that's when fatigue sets in. Yeah, I'm a, a mental f- fatigue too, mm-hmm. right? Because then I start getting inside my head and then I think I suck and then I go home angry. and then <laughs> Exactly. And then you don't want to go back. Yeah, yeah, but I always do because I'm addicted to it. Um, <laughs> so... Well, we'll steer it into your podcast because that's something else I was also super interested in. How did you get started with a podcast with Dave and so, Candace and everything? That's actually kind of a funny story. I'm so excited. Um, So Candace and Dave are members at Elmhurst. Right Love on. them to death. Yep. Well, Dave and Candace had invited me. They were kind of bugging me to play with them. Okay. And they knew that I did radio back in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, hole number one, we're out there and we're playing and... Probably about hole 13, they start talking about they're going to start to open up a podcast studio. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. Like, How many years ago was this? Last year. Last, okay. they're gonna Okay, because I knew they had the recording studio. I wasn't sure if it was like they're putting in the equipment or they're just going to start the, okay. No, they had it set up. Yeah. Um, they just hadn't opened it yet. Right. Yeah, yes. So we're walking down hole 13 and it's a very long straight par five. Okay. So from T to green, we're literally talking about this podcast studio. Nice. I'm like, that sounds incredible. Like, yeah. congratulations guys. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Well, I hadn't quite clicked in my head that they were asking they're, they're me. They're trying to bait you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're walking down hole 18 and Dave just comes flat out and says it. Hey, do you want to be a podcaster? And I shanked my shot. And like a I'm, record scratch what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I will definitely do this. So it's kind of cool because I had the idea for the Birdie Bree brand mm-hmm. for about a year, year and a half. What did that brand involve? Um, So coaching, teaching, okay, lessons, okay. on course, um, really what golf incumbents. Yeah, okay. Um, But I really wanted, I miss being behind a mic so oh, much. Oh, yeah, even me doing it now, I never yeah. even thought like I'm, itching all night it's like six o'clock in the morning i'm like all right only like 10 more hours and she's coming over exactly (laughs) but because i had taken that break when i got back Mm -hmm. i'm like well maybe i'll do radio or maybe i'll do something yeah and the second they said podcasting i'm like yes sign me up how do i do this that's awesome um so because when they started your podcast came out a little while later though Mm -hmm. right so what was the individual like what was the in-between part were you trying to get like uh, your concept down? Were you building the what you wanted to talk about? Were you developing scripts? How Actually, did the... um, I wasn't in town. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, that works too, um, yeah. This past winter, I was in Toronto. I was in Palm Springs. I was in Florida. I was in Australia. What? So, For golf? Um, Toronto was what's known as the T-Talks and the National Coaching and Teaching Conference. Wow. So I got to do that for a week. Um, we were down in Palm Springs for a week with my dad's company, so I got to learn all about Media marketing. Okay, awesome. Um, then I was something in, nice to have. I was in Florida for the PGA show. Right on. Um, and then we were back in Palm Springs just mm-hmm. for some vacay. And then my best friend, uh, one of my best friends is in the Canadian Navy. Oh, okay. And we had been talking about wanting to do something. Mm-hmm. 
So I get this random text message from her one day saying, oh, I got a contract. It starts on this date. Let's do something. Yeah, right And on. she goes, let's go to Australia. Oh, just and yeah, I'm why like, not, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Buy the tickets. Like, don't even know where we're staying, what we're doing. And I hand the tickets over to my parents. And it's the first time I'm really traveling away from golf and away from them. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, you're doing what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that must have been exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So Man. when I got back is when... I was really able to devote the time that I wanted to to make sure that this podcast Well, especially worked. being competitive and so strict with yourself, like yeah. that's definitely not the worst thing to have involved with a podcast, right? Yeah. Did you golf in Australia? No, oh, but damn the Australian it. Open was the day before, so I got to go take a look at the course. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's fair. Just let me, let me look at it, please. Yeah. Let me touch the greens. <laughs> um, so how much planning went into your podcast? Like, is this still your baby or did Dave have any input or? This is very much my baby. Okay, good. Um, but Dave does an incredible job on the production. Oh, editing. Um, your theme song is my favorite theme song of all the ones he's made. <laughs> when I went out for Wings with them, yeah. we all agree that yours is the best Aww. intro. Oh, everyone was. Him and I sat there for probably about 25 minutes going through all these different songs. Um, I had an idea in my head about what I wanted because mm-hmm. my podcast is for everybody. Yeah. I want it to be for a little three-year-old. I want it to be for a 90-year-old. Yeah. So I needed something that was pretty neutral, but also pretty fun. And related to golf. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a bird whistling while the mm-hmm. golf balls are being hit. You yeah. can't get any more specific than that. And actually the logo for it, mm-hmm. dad and I were playing in Palm Springs. Nice. And I think we were on like whole 15 or 16 and I grabbed the scorecard and I rip it in half and he goes, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and all of a sudden I start drawing out like my vision of the logo. Oh, no way. And I get back and I do it up on a full scrap and I send it to Candace and she ends up digitizing it. No way. And I'm like, this is perfect. Like a close encounters moment where he's like, I gotta build the mud hut quickly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, this came out of completely nowhere. Sitting in the fairway to write drawings. That's literally what I did. We were, oh, that's so funny. We were paired up in a foursome and everybody's looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm, like, start a podcast. Don't, I'm like, don't worry about it. Just hit. Play on, play on. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. So when you write yours, do you, how like, you do it every, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday, I think? It's released every Thursday. Thursday, okay. So how long in advance are you planning your topic? Um, It depends on if I have a guest or not. Okay. If it's with a guest, talk, um, it's normally about, about two weeks. Right. Okay, okay. Um, If it's on my own, it's normally about a week and a half to a week. Mm-hmm. It's really more based off of things that I've personally experienced right, throughout yeah, yeah, the week. Yeah. Um, working with students or past experiences. Oh, that's cool, yeah, yeah, But I'm a little OCD. That, okay, I noticed that, yeah. yeah. After this whole conversation, <laughs> that, that that makes sense, yes. Yeah, so I'm very type A in the form of I have everything written down. I, was I have say, my you intro do, written down. You do down. a script, hey? Well, it's not a really loose, a, like, a loose like script. Like notes, and then you kind of yeah. just ad lib the middle parts. Yeah, because yeah. when I listen to it, it's very, you, I haven't stumbled a word yet. Mm-hmm. It's very, you that's Dave. Dave is awesome for the production. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Because when I'm reading it, I'm like, she's there's like a prompter in front of her. Some, there's got to be something. Because I'm like, I'm talking and my intros are like disastrous. Because oh. <laughs> I do like an ad read before this. Yeah. And I'm like, just free balling. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll screw up my words. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. And then I'll start over again. And then I leave it all in there just because it's more entertaining that yeah. way to me. But I'm also, you know, a lot less structured than what you seem to be. But well, um, I think that also comes from golf. Because with golf, you have to do everything precise into the book. That's true. That is very true, yes. And I, again, getting better at golf, like, uh, 
Okay, uh, well, uh, this this was one question I was going to save, but <laughs> what is a handicap? I've tried so, Googling it, and it tells me nothing. I know what my handicap is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means, though. So a handicap is typically what you shoot over par, plus or minus five strokes. Oh, okay, because they gave me, like, the slope of the course divided by the so, average of the course times 113 or some yeah. crazy equation, and I punched it in, and I, I got 10. Okay, So that's, not bad. that's what they said. 18, 18 is your even, right? Or that's a bogey golfer's 18, right? That's a right? bogey golfer. Okay. Um, so, so that's good that's the golfer. equation yeah, okay. to create a a pretty base handicap. Yeah, you do want to keep it over many rounds. Yeah, and I think that was over five. I took the average over five. Perfect. So to me, that was enough that I remembered keeping mm-hmm. anyways. But then I also golf everywhere, so it's I have a Winnipeg but ten. <laughs> that course that course rating is huge. Yeah, because essentially it's whatever you shoot over the course rating. Yeah. So for men and women, it'll be completely different because right. there's different plus, factors. Some courses are tougher and easier than others, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I'll put a 10 with an asterisk. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a 10 based on my loose equation. And Okay, so then when I, a higher number mm-hmm. is what you want then? Actually, you want a lower. Right, okay. Um, if you can get below a zero, right. uh, which is called a scratch golfer. Right, okay. So you could be a yeah, plus yeah. three, um, plus point three, plus point four. That's, um, so, so that means you typically shoot under par. Oh, okay, okay. Right, because then an 18 would be you're shooting one over everything. On every hole. You're bogeying every hole, right? Correct. Okay, so then it, if I'm a 10, mm-hmm. I'm a good bogey golfer then. Correct. Okay, because I'll birdie a hole and then I'll double the next one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very... It, if I could just figure out putting, oh, I would, sh- I would shave 10 strokes off my game. Now, what's going on with your putting? Weight... I okay. can read it well, mm-hmm. like I can get like move six inches over and it'll curve well, mm-hmm. but it'll always curve over and then it'll just keep going. So you hit it too firm. I'm too strong. I'm too strong on my putting. Yes. Okay. That's the one thing. If I, I two and three putt, like me and my buddy always, we were going to make sure it's, it's just team three putt on it. Oh no. Yeah. And that's like, I can get it to the green in three and then I'm like birdie putt. Yep. And I double bogey. <laughs> that's why it's you drive for show, but you putt for dough. Yeah. Oh pisses me off to no end like, I, I just chip it at every time but even then that's tough but yeah mm-hmm. I putting is the and it's so hard to practice putting because I can chip in my backyard I can go to the driving range and drive which is the one close to my place but mm-hmm. it's harder to practice the Harborview has a practice putting yep. but even then still for me to find the hour or two hours because I'm not going to go there for an hour it'll be a three or four hour affair actually you can practice it right down here in your basement that's what I was that was that was my backup plan if mm-hmm. I ever really needed to but I wasn't sure if concrete and grass would be the actually there's different putting mats you can get they're not right, I've overly seen yeah, expensive yeah. Um, or a piece of carpet okay set up um, cups yeah and that's what you practice because I think my f- between four and six feet are the putts that like Inside of four, I'm pretty good. Like I'm at like an eighty percent consistency, I'd okay. say. But outside of that, like just the lot, just over like the ones that I'm confident with, those are the ones that's like, oh, f- those sake. are the knee knockers. Oh, those are the putter <laughs> throw and the swearing no. and, <laughs> and that kind of golfer. But gotcha. But yeah, I think my best round I ever shot was an eighty-four, and that was huge. Nice. That was like. And like that was like your first tournament. All yeah. the the, uh, the stars were aligned. I sunk putts. I, that was like the round of my life. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm consistently breaking ninety, which is great That's for good. me. Which is con- considering that one kid I golf with is yet to break a hundred. I feel really good when we go golfing. <laughs> What's your handicap? 
So as a golf professional, I don't have a handicap. Okay. Um, technically, we're at a zero. Oh, okay. But before yeah. I turned professional, it was a 1.3. Oh, wow. So I was close to around that par. Um, right. I was shooting anywhere in between par and probably about 76, 77 at the time. So, okay. So then, now is that you're parring every hole and then you get the odd bogey? Or is that Correct. birdies and then you're jumping yourself back? No, I'm kind of an annoying golfer. Um, <laughs> Isn't that you're good I, and you're better than everyone else? <laughs> no, not quite. I tend, to, I tend to stick very close to that par range. Oh, okay. Um, I don't get a whole lot of birdies, but I don't get a whole lot of bogeys either. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I'm pretty bogeys consistent. and birdies are rare, but your pars are yeah. right where they need to be? Yeah, okay. That's, That's why cool. for match play I'm a little annoying because I don't oh, have those Oh, match blows. play is just if you win the hole, you're one up or one Correct. down, or one up or one down, right? Okay. Um... Is that as popular as I think it is, or is it mostly just stroke play? It depends on what you're playing in. Okay, because it depends on the tournament or mm -hmm. what you and your friend decide or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I might try the match play next time. That's just to switch it up, because like best ball, I love best ball yeah. too. But that's only because like I don't have. There's four of us trying to make one putt though, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's a little bit more challenging because then you want to try and be the hero every time. But, I don't know, whatever it makes more fun. Well, I love match play because you can take an 11 on a hole and then you can take a birdie and you guys are and tied. And you can still win the hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just got to be better than the other person. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I like that. Um, okay, unless I, unless I think of anything in between these golf questions mm -hmm. or anything you want to talk about specifically, um, what clubs do you have in your bag from putter to driver? So I just transferred over. Okay. Um, I signed with Ping this past year. Cool. So I've got the G410 driver. Three wood, seven wood, uh, twenty-two and twenty-six degree hybrid. I've got the Jeez. five iron down to the gap wedge. Okay. And then I've got the Glide two point oh, um, fifty-four and fifty-eight. Okay. And then the Sigma two, uh, putter. Jeez. So that's what? All <laughs> ping. Jeez, that's so. And they just gave it to you. Well, there's a little bit more that goes with <laughs> it, but yes. Now, do you use every single one of those clubs? Oh yeah. Wow, because like a seven wood, I wouldn't. I didn't even know it went below five, so, or above five. There's nine woods out there. Jeez, <laughs> there's also a seventy degree loft wedge. So. Yes, <laughs> weirdly enough, I've actually tried that. Really? It goes straight up and I, straight back I down. I googled it, and they're like, it's more of a novelty fun yeah. club than like, you don't need a seventy in your bag. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing that I love Phil is Mickelson, Callaway. But... Well, Callaway just came out with the sixty-two degree uh, Phil Mickelson wedge. Oh, really? For the lot for the lob shots. His those, famous shots. Yeah, those are. I was watching them all day today. <laughs> At my lunch, I'll just like it. The golf. The it literally. It's the flop it, shot. He hits it this far, mm -hmm. and it goes sixty feet in the air. Yep. Unbelievable. Something that Dad and I will practice. Now, I don't recommend this to mm -hmm. people unless you really trust the person. But we'll actually chip back and forth to each other where we catch it. Oh, me and my buddies do that all the time in my field. Mm -hmm. I'll do it all the time. We don't catch it every single time, but we're not hurting each other either. Yeah. I knuckle one and it hits him in the stomach, but that's whatever. Yeah. He does the same thing to me. Uh, oh, that's actually really... So, and what's the difference? There's... Someone was telling me um, there's two different types of irons. There's a lot of different types of irons. Okay. So there is cavity back, which are the thick ones. Okay. Um, all the way to a blade, which blade, is super thin. That, I have blades because they're old clubs. They're like okay. north... They're like... You'll see. They're like Northwesterns. I think they're from probably the late 90s. Oh. Yeah. Um, technology has changed quite a bit I since know, then. I know, and I just can't afford, because if I'm getting clubs, I'm going to get, like, a $1,000 club, mm -hmm. like, because I'm using them as much as I can in the yeah. last week, 10 years. Exactly. But that's coming. I'm, I got school finished in <laughs> September. I might get it as a grad, pre buy myself a grad present. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll see when we get out there, but they're, 
the blades mm-hmm. so that they're harder to hit, right? Correct. Did they even make those anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Because I, I watched one. There's a golf YouTube guy named Rick Shields. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was made a video. He's like, oh, is, is this is the blade dead? But I didn't watch the video because I was like, I still use them. I, like, we sell quite a few clubs in the shop. Right. And we sell everything from the blades all the way to the cavity bats yeah. to the game improvement iron. Okay, yeah. Because someone's like, oh, those are hard to hit. I'm like, well, that's the only thing I've ever hit. So mm-hmm. they're not really hard to hit. The biggest thing for you switching from a blade to, like, say, a cavity back yeah. or even something just a little bit thicker will be the profile from the top. Right, okay. Because you're so used to looking at something so thin yeah. that your eye will probably oh, sit there and even go, those uh, no. two new wedges I got, I'm looking at them like this. There's so much surface of the club for me to hit. Yeah. It's weird looking. It's orange and uh, mm-hmm. whatever. It looks cool, but um, if you could pick three clubs to do 18 holes with, what would they be? And they have to pick a putter. Ooh. One has to be a putter. Does it have to be a putter? Okay, do two with a putter, and then if you do three without a putter. Okay, so I would do my three wood, mm-hmm. my seven iron, mm-hmm. and my 54-degree wedge. Okay. Um, I can pretty much pull off almost every shot with those ones. Right, okay. Um, and I would putt with the putt with the three wood. Okay, that's, I've, that's I've what I was thinking before. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been in tournaments where my putter is broken. Over your knee? No. <laughs> that's one thing. I've never broken a club out of anger in okay. any shape, way, or form. I've never thrown a club yep. in anger in any shape, way, or form. Um, you just internalize your anger and go to the next hole? Pretty much. <laughs> Rearview mirror, and then I go yeah, cry yeah, my pillow okay, later. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, but one of the big things that happened to me mm-hmm. is I was so scared to hit out of bunkers right. that I used to putt out of them. Oh, okay. Well, when you're putting over and over again out of bunkers, you're hitting sand. Oh, so... so the just, club face broke. It, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So I ended up using a three-wood for a couple holes until a replacement putter came. Oh, wow. So that was interesting. At least you got a replacement putter. I'd be screwed. I would. Well, honestly, yeah. I'd probably just go left. All my buddies are left-handed, so I would just go left-handed. There but, you go. Um, yeah, but, I, th- I think I would go driver, seven, and then, yeah, I'll pitching wedge or a loft wedge. Why or a driver? Because a driver is very specific to one shot. Never used a three-wood. Oh. I've. Oh, this is the first time I've ever owned a three-wood. You'll see my clubs are very trivial. They're very, like, it's my dad's clubs that, like, mm-hmm. I just picked all the ones that match. Oh, and gotcha. threw them in the bag, and then I've used them ever since. But yeah, I've I've only ever owned a driver, and then I just recently from that garage sale got a three wood, um, and I've never I've never even hit it. I've been so busy the last two weeks, I haven't got out on the course yet. Oh, I know. I hit my backyard. Like before he came over, I was chipping in my backyard. Yes. Um, again, practicing the shot I'm good at, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all I have. Um, and again, if there's, I'll show you too. If there's kids in the backfield, I can't hit because then their parents yell at me. Right. Which is fair, I can't do it, but they just cut the grass, and I'm so jealous. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm just more confident with my driver because I've hit it more often. But the three wood I know is such a versatile club, mm-hmm. or those woods too. Yeah. Um, now, hybrid to a wood, what's the, what's the specificity between the two? Like, what's the real differences? Because a hybrid's like they're thinner, right? So the hybrid essentially has an iron face with mm-hmm. a wood surface. Oh, okay. So they are typically easier to hit than woods. Okay. They just don't go as far. Oh, okay, okay. So. You can hit a hybrid out of the rough. Maybe if you need a little bit more loft on your shot, too, yes. than a wood. Oh, okay. So, okay. perfect example, a three-wood yeah. is typically a 15-degree. Okay. Um, my hybrids are 22 and 26 degrees, so it does oh. have quite a bit more loft. Okay, so if you got to get over something, but you need a little bit more distance, yeah. then... Okay. But that's also why I love my seven-wood. Right, because like, that's the same, it's the virtually the same thing, but there's not going to be as much distance because of the back of the club, the head of the club. Um, the seven-wood will go further than the hybrids. Okay. Um but not as far as a three wood because okay. of the loft on the face. Now, why would you go hybrid over your seven wood then, or vice versa? Um, I'm in love with both of them. Confidence? 
Um, really distance. Okay. Um, because my seven wood, I hit one ninety. Oh right, but your uh, the hybrid might be like one fifty, one sixty. Correct. Okay. So, so rather it, than it's, light it's swinging anywhere. a seven, you can yeah. full swing a hybrid. Okay, okay. Um, if you could play any course in the world, where would it be, and why? I want to play Carnoustie. Okay. Very badly. I'm gonna Google this. Um. Oh, oh wait, I might have lost our recording. Oh shit, what's going on? Uh oh. Hold on, I gotta make sure we're still recording. Okay. Yep, good. we're good. I think if I unplug this one, it stops recording. I don't know. I haven't. So I'm still learning. <laughs> um, what's Carnoustie? So Carnoustie is where the British Open. How do you spell that? Yeah. Car. I'm just gonna guess Carnoustie. I should put golf after it. There we go. Oh wow. Oh, in BC. Uh, no, there's another one. Is this not it then? Nope. Okay. Uh, so Carnoustie's out in Scotland. I'm gonna type in Scotland then. Um, it's where the British Open oh, was for okay. years. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Um, there's this. There we go. There's a specific. Oh, hole. this one is that's. Wasn't it called St Andrews or Augusta? Not Augusta. Augusta's in Georgia. Very similar. I don't know. I don't know my golf courses very well. Let's go website. So tell there's us how much it is. there's this two specific holes that I really want to go out and play. I like the how specific you are. Um, that's that type A coming out. Yeah, okay, I, I like it though. It um, helps me. Hole eighteen. Um, there was a huge blow up that happened in I think nineteen eighty seven or seventy seven. Um, for the British Open, where. One of the guys, he blew an eight-shot lead. On that 18th hole? On that hole. Oh, no. So I just want to go there just to see what he ended eight. up yeah. doing, <laughs> to if be can, honest. If you can beat eight? Yeah. Is this it? It is. Oh, wow. Um, Maybe it's just the pressure of having that mansion behind him? Yeah. The also, only... too, that's a that's sand, that's sand literally around the entire green, yes. right? Ooh. I, myself, I would rather be in a bunker than have to chip. You're looking at me like, oh, what? See, now... <laughs> For the first time in my life, I played a real sand trap where it mm -hmm. wasn't just gravel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if it's gravel, I can get out of there, no mm -hmm. problem. But when it's sand, it's like, man, that took me three times to get yeah. out of there. And then the third time, I punched it, and it, sa oh. it sailed, right? Because you have to hit it, what, an inch behind, usually? Typically. Okay, see, I tried to do that. Much easier said than done, but... Yes. But yeah, the golf courses I play, the sand is just... It's hard rain down sand that they're not fixing and turning over all the time, yeah. but yeah. One thing at Elmhurst, mm -hmm. um, we just redid hole 16 and 18 two years ago. And, and by redo, does that mean you like took out the grass and redid the grass, or you rearranged the no, holes? No, like we blew up um, around the greens and restarted. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> that must be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was super pumped. Um, but on hole 16, we have a bunker that when I go into it, I can't see over it. Um, I kind of get lost in it. Hole 16, you said? Hole 16. Uh, when I was on the website today, uh, it showed... There's videos. Oh, this is you, Swing. I want your mm -hmm. website. Uh, there it is. Where are we going here? Uh, go about... About Elmhurst? Hole by hole. Here yeah. we go. So we ended up redoing it. Um, so we didn't used to have as many bunkers as well as the green didn't used to be as big. Okay. But we ended up actually having to do bunker clinics because of that hole. I won't let, I, when I click on it, nothing happens. But 
Is this the old layout or is this the new layout? That's the new layout. Okay. So the bunker on the left-hand side. This is guy? The, is the one that I'm referring to. Oh, that to. does look deep. That um, little black ridge there. Yeah. I go into it. I can't see the green. Oh, wow. And I'm five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of people, like, we have members that are, like, 4'9", 4'8". Oh, just, like, little, just little ones. Aww. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I work with a lot of little ones, and I spoke to him about if I can say this, so he said yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we were working on bunker shots, okay. and he had never played the back nine before. One and, of your clients? Yeah. Okay. So, he's nine. Oh, okay. Um, so, he's just one of my littles, yeah. who I absolutely love. Aww. And he got out and won. Oh, no. And I'm like, uh... Most adults can't do that. Yeah, wow. So he it was, was, did, did he, did he, was it like one of those shots? It's like, oh, cool, he did it. Or was it like, he knew he was going to do it. He knew he was oh, going to wow, do it. Oh, wow, that's he, even better. He turned around to me and he said, coach, it's going he, on there. Yeah, oh, really? Right <laughs> and he on. put it on the green. Do you, pl- so when you do your lessons, we'll go back. I have lots more. So when you do your lessons, is it like, like for me, when I took them at Harborview, mm-hmm. um, there's about 10 of us. And so that's a group lesson. Okay. Um, cool. I do individual I do my dynamic duo, which are two people. Okay. Um, I do up to four. Mm-hmm. And then if there's over four, there's another grouping or price for it, depending on... Oh, okay, okay. Really depending on who and how much. Well, because I guess one coach split between 10 people. Yeah, yeah. okay. It was more like a summer day camp than mm-hmm. and it was golf. But I, again, still, I got lots out of it. So do you play like like three holes with them or do you sit on the practice green and like, okay, we're going to practice 20 yards out or then one day it'll be, we're going to practice 30 yards out. And it then... really depends on a, the client, okay. B what they're getting ready for. Yeah. Are they getting ready for their first tournament? Oh, are they getting ready okay. for a provincial? Are they getting ready to go out? Cause they want to play oh, and beat so their cool. buddy How specific. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it's really individualized and I love giving that one-on-one attention oh, or that two-on-one yeah, attention. Out of it. Yeah. I even, I'm the way, same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to do it now, it'd be one-on-one, 100%, obviously, but because I'm not going to sit with a bunch of 10-year-olds and learn how to chip from the green, but... so <laughs> I some, don't know. So, some of those 10-year-olds, like, can teach me how to chip. Oh, it's, like, there's things that even, like, when I'm playing, too, like, there's one kid that just ran past us, and you know, he's probably about 13 or 14, but he's playing a single, and he's really shy, coming out, just, do you guys mind if I play ahead? And we're like, yeah, go for it. There's four of us. We're just drinking anyways, mm-hmm. right? kid finishes the hole in, I don't know, two and a half minutes. We're like, yeah. oh, that's embarrassing. No, he's even <laughs> wanted to finish. He just crushes us. Uh, so, like, people could hire you, like, just like, hey, I really need to figure out my tea. My tea. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Or putting um, or whatever, right? I do 15-minute lessons and 30-minute lessons as well. Oh, okay. Um, but typically, I like that hour. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, you get lots more in. I like, and I don't just focus on one thing for that hour. Okay. Um, my biggest but- philosophy is if you're set up correctly... Or if we change one little thing, uh-huh. it should make a big difference. Kind of oh, like that ripple yeah. effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of what's known as the laundry list, where your hands need to be here, your arm needs to be here, your feet need to be doing yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like focusing on one, one, two things tops. Yeah. And then we do all around. So we do long game, short game, putting, everything. Because mm. like, I, and then like, I need to fix my putting. Okay. Well, maybe your chipping's bad. Exactly. Right? Cuz if you can land it closer, you're only putting 2 feet rather than chipping bad and putting yeah. 8 feet, right? Okay. It's what's causing what. Yeah, and that, as a good coach, that's what you need to figure mm-hmm. out, right? Um, oh, there's a hybrid and a 3 one. That answers that one. Uh, if you could golf 18 with any famous celebrity, who would you golf with? Whether they golf or not, it doesn't matter. Let's mm-hmm. pretend every celebrity in the world is a great golfer. That one is so hard. Um, well, I've always had a crush on Hugh Jackman, so <laughs> I, I would grab him. And you could play in Australia. Yes. <laughs> um, I want to go back so badly. 
Um, Every time I plan a trip now, it's like, I wonder if I can golf. Like, this weekend, I'm going to Thunder Bay. Like, I'm, I'm golfing at Thunder Bay. Yeah. Like, there's no way. They have a PGA course, but it's too expensive. Yeah. And probably private. <laughs> um, Probably the person that I would choose would either be Laurie Kane, who's okay. a Canadian female. Um, I grew up watching her. And L-A-U-R-Y? No, L-O-R-I. Oh, I... K-A-N-E. Um... The cool thing is, is I've actually had the opportunity to meet her. Oh, okay, right on. Um, I played in the DCPM, uh, Ladies Canadian Championship last year. Oh, okay. And she was actually in the group in front of me. No way. So there is me, like I'm fangirling out. Trying to keep your, and trying to keep your game together too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I got to watch her the entire day. That's so cool. Did um, you talk to her? Oh yeah. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, I'd have yeah. to. In the uh, in the pro shop we ended up talking and we ended up having lunch together oh wow and then i saw her at that national coaching and teaching conference oh, unreal. and she actually came up and said hi oh wow which was pretty cool um because i was with everybody from elmhurst uh-huh. um sorry out in florida okay okay um so everybody from elmhurst was there and her and i ended up talking and everybody's like how do you know her oh, i'm like friends. oh we played in the tournament <laughs> together we're good <laughs> oh that's so cool yeah. uh now if you could pick like a like uh not a, like a professional golfer, but like oh, an actor or actress. Oh, that one is hard. Probably Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Okay. I'll tag him this. We'll make it happen. Yes. Um, does a good golf ball really make a difference? Yes. Yes. And it's more. Cause I, and then I have in parentheses, or is it placebo? <laughs> no, it. So the biggest thing, um, it's not necessarily the brand of the ball you okay. want to find a ball that's right for you oh of course it is <laughs> um now what i mean by that is if you have a little bit of a slower swing speed you might want something that's a little bit softer okay so like a chrome soft a super soft a titleist velocity okay um a tailor-made project a mm-hmm. if you have a little bit of faster swing speed or you really compress the ball you might want to go with a pro v1 pro v1x avx okay uh tailor-made tp5 okay okay the biggest thing, though, is making sure that you're using a ball that hasn't been beaten to hell. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, or yeah. that has been a swimmer for a year. Yeah, because if it's in the lake, it's going to be softer, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So it so does the, make a difference. It okay. does. Because I, I try and use newer balls, mm-hmm. but again, like a pack of three is I'm not spending 15 bucks on three golf balls. I'm going to lose all three golf yeah. balls by the end of the day, right? So you didn't hear this from me um you can actually get gently used balls online okay i've had um, amazon i've seen them too yeah. it's just i'm i only think of it two days before i'm golfing oh. i'm like oh the amazon's not that fast yeah but uh the like the the first round of the year my buddy threw a tournament last year hmm. but as a sponsor of this golf company it was at lorette so lorette mm-hmm. gave everybody the pack of threes i don't remember what ball it was it was titleist mm-hmm. and I, th- I don't know if it it was a good ball and that was one of the first times I've ever like actually went and used like a brand new ball rather mm-hmm. than just you know stuff I've had from last year right yeah. and I think it, I don't know if it was in my head but that was the round I shot the 84 okay. and I don't know if it was in my head that I was just like oh brand new ball I get to but I did I used the same ball the mm-hmm. whole round that's the first time that's ever happened yeah. that right there is huge um you kind of hit the nail on the head right in my there. head or that um not in your head but not losing the ball. Oh, that's huge, yeah. Because and, and, it's a brand new ball, a lot of people will do everything they can to avoid losing it. Like playing good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay, the bush is over there. I'm going to make sure yeah. I aim to the left. Yeah. Or, you know what, there's water on the left. I'm going to aim to the right. Yeah, and that's, again, another thing I'm learning is playing smarter golf yeah. rather than just 
dolphin. <laughs> I can say this. I've never been the best of technique. I've never been the best off the tee. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's really helped me is my core strategy. Yeah, that was, that was what, another thing I wanted to get to, but I totally forgot to write it down. <laughs> Continue. Knowing when to go for it and when not to. Mm-hmm. Um, and also knowing when to play for the green or play for the hole and then play for position. Yeah. Um, playing for position. If you're out of position, if you're in the trees, if you're in a penalty area, mm-hmm. which used to be called a water hazard, I right. really hate that they changed that. Um, you got to make sure to get yourself back into play. Yeah. Because if you catch a tree branch and go further into the bush, yeah. that's not going to help you. Because you can punch it through the six-inch hole between the trees, or you can it's, take a 90-degree and yeah. chip it 10 feet into the into the fairway, right? Or a lot of times, um, say you're playing in the trees. Yeah. Check to see if there's a fairway right next to you on the other Just side. Just the other fairway? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Play down it. With my slice, sometimes I'm already there on purpose. There you go. <laughs> Thankfully, like, they're long this way. Mm-hmm. They just all go this way. So I lied. Hey, where's the hole? And you got to try and run yep. here and then run back. And uh, Oh, that's cool. So so what do you do? Like, do you still do tournaments now? Or is oh, your... Yeah. is Okay. I wasn't sure so, if it was, like, I'm in retirement mode or... No. You know, you know what I mean? Um, like, the tournaments that I play, though, are very different okay. now. Um, I play in the PGA tournaments here in the province. Oh, wow. But I'm the only female that plays in them. Wow, really? So last year I ended up playing back from the guys' tees. Yeah. Um, and I was actually pretty impressed with how I had played. Oh, really? Because I was going to say, that's that's a bit of an advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Or disadvantage, I'm sorry. I don't think so. Because um, the way that I look at it is I'm a PGA pro. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm male or female. Right. Uh, yeah, still, okay. So you so you can call yourself like you're a professional golfer. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. I'm a PGA pro. I hear. Oh geez, that's even cooler. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna milk that in the title then. I'm really gonna milk that. Oh no, like that's click. I don't want to call it clickbait because it's real. But yeah, I, I, if I can put PGA pro tour golfer, yeah, <laughs> it helps. Even on YouTube, I can hashtag PGA golf and stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna completely milk this. Um. So. So when you do your tournaments now, is it for money or is this like, how are you? This is for money. Okay. So but can you still climb those and like get to higher tournaments and oh, stuff? Yeah. Or, okay. So now now when you play then, mm-hmm. how does the qualifications work? Is, or is it still the same as like provincial it's, to the provincial team? It's just yes. climbing up team ladders, right? Yeah. Okay. So then what are you shooting for now? What's your next kind of um, immediate goal? For me right now, the mm-hmm. biggest thing is I want to break par in a professional tournament. Oh, okay. Um, so... I don't necessarily give myself goals in terms of, okay, I want to make the team or I want to get this trophy. Personal For me, goals. it's personal oh, individual yeah. goals because golf is such an individualized sport Yes, that very. you can be on your game and somebody next to you can just go out there and shoot lights out. Yeah. And you can't get mad. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what? I went out there and I, I played good golf. Yeah. I'm quite pleased. Yeah. Or, you know what? I just hit five balls into the bush. I yeah. hate this. Uh, yeah, and that's also, too, like, if you played your best day and they played their best mm-hmm. day, but they're just a better golfer, well, then, okay, now I just got to go back and practice more, Exactly. Right? Um, what's the weakest part of your game? If My you, iron play. Yeah? How far out? Um, For... That's a great question. Are you the seven... Are you, like, the four... Like, no, I guess four iron, you got wedges for... Or, uh, Woods for that. Yeah, are you like the five to seven range that's weaker, or is it like the the 100 feet, 100 yards out? At the moment, it's my uh, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Um, For some strange reason, at the moment, I'm pulling it. Well, not some strange reason. I know (laughs) why. Um, My alignment's a little out just because I haven't played as much as I'd like to this year. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely my shorter irons, because I'm playing back from the men's tees, I'm used to hitting 
it was wood, so it was long iron, so it was right. hybrids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when I get really short, it's like, oh, I haven't had this in my hand for yeah, a week. That okay, would see that makes what sense. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the strongest? You said off the tee is your strongest yeah. part of your game, right? Okay. My tee shots. So do you pra- do you, you obviously still practice your tee mm-hmm. shots just to stay warm? So what do you do to practice those longer irons then, or the shorter iron, the medium irons? <laughs> is that mid a irons? Medium? Mid iron. Okay. <laughs> um. So what I like to do, um, I'm a huge proponent of playing on the course. Right. And, practicing and you did, yeah, on the you course. did mention that. Yes. 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 Um. I'm. I hate being on the range. I'm not a range rat in any shape, way, or yeah. form. Um, if I'm on the range for more than 20 minutes, it's, oh, let's try this in the golf swing. Yeah, and then, you're, golf then swing you're happy the going more, and then you're, you're swinging it. Yeah. Hey, I'm teaching myself how to hit left-handed because I get bored on the driving range. <laughs> See, where driving range is affordable, so I'm driving. Yeah. Range. <laughs> it's way easier for me to hit there for two hours than cheaper to go to a, drive, a golf course for two yeah. hours. And I can control what I'm doing anyways. So oh, I want to hit an eight iron here. No, it's too far out. doesn't matter. I'm on the driving yeah. range, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I like to play all these different games on the course. Right. Um, Dad and I will go out. We'll play everything from validation where we have to shoot a certain number or else we got to walk back to the tee box. Oh, cool. Um, so, so we're you know, throwing that some would things be the on the opportunity, line. Yeah. You'd now see, that's what I would love to be able to do because mm-hmm. like at the course, I'll tell you about after just in case. I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do this. I want to just pay for a twilight, mm-hmm. sit on one hole, mm-hmm. and I just want to keep going until I try and get a hole in one. Oh. I Because I've seen people do it on YouTube. They get yeah. 200 balls, and if they don't do it, then they leave. Or mm-hmm. one kid just, they sat there at 8 in the morning, and they stayed there till dark until mm-hmm. they got a hole in one. Eventually, they got a hole in one. Yeah. But I would love to sit there all evening and just swing off. It's like an 84-yard par 3. Okay. And I just want to take a wedge and just smack it, hit 20, collect them all, run back. Yeah. Hit 20, collect them all, come back. Hmm. I want to do that so badly. I know on private courses you can because you're already paying for it. Yeah. I don't know about public courses. See, and as a Twilight, it's not like I'd be rude if people wanted to play through. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll have someone on the green collect the balls and just like, okay, go. Yeah. But I just don't want to, you know, take advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll do it anyways. If they kick me off, whatever, I'll leave. But just let me come back. Yeah. <laughs> but and that's very similar to how I used to practice on the course mm-hmm. where my dad would turn into the flag stick yep. and he'd run around the hole. Mm-hmm. Or around the green, beco- becoming the hole. Yeah. And I'd go to different distances, and I'd practice hitting it until I got within 10 feet of yeah, him see, five and that, times. And that's so much fun, but I just don't, unfortunately, don't have the opportunity to do that as much. Eventually, when I become, like, I'll probably buy uh, a membership somewhere. Mm-hmm. Elmhurst isn't that far. It's not. <laughs> I know. And I was looking at the prices, and it's expensive, but it's worth it if I can go there every day. We and... have intermediate rates. And well, I I would try and convince maybe corporate. That was kind of that actually sounds like a pretty sweet idea. Mm-hmm. I can try and convince my job to get me a corporate membership. <laughs> <laughs> it's only what is it, ten grand? <laughs> six Not six thousand bucks. It's uh, for yourself. I would recommend the intermediate. What's It'd the... be under uh, three th- three grand right now. Okay, and how, and on what does that get you or get me? Um, so that would be the restricted. Okay. Um, so you can play anytime, except for weekends or holidays before twelve o'clock. Oh, so I that I'd have to let the weekend golfers go first. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's fair. But I like that gets you club storage, mm-hmm. club storage, club cleaning yeah. locker. Oh, cleaning too. Okay, because mm-hmm. right now I just I clean the shit out of my clubs. It's so much fun. I'll let, <laughs> I'll soak them in soapy water and then scrub them and then. Well, hey, if you ever want a job, back shop is always open. I, don't tempt me with these <laughs> things. Oh. What's it paying? When do I? Where do I reply? Mm. Send me an email. <laughs> okay, I will. I have again. I have it all in my notes. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. This on. was an absolute blast. This is right up there. I had ghost hunters on. This is right oh. up with ghost hunters. 
they were completely genuine. If you're going to listen to any episode I do, listen mm-hmm. to that one. Awesome. That, but yeah, this was very rarely do I, because a lot of people approach me to come on and it's mm-hmm. them promoting their music where I just do the research and ask them the questions, right? Yeah. It, not that they're not fun, but mm-hmm. it's very rarely do I get to talk about a subject and I actually have a bit of an idea of what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then, of course, I always like tapping into Safety Net's mm-hmm. um, network that they have. I, I'll always joke around that I'm their honorary member. Because I, I was actually going to try and have a podcast under them. Mm-hmm. I had a phone call meeting with Dave and Candice, but what I what they offer, mm-hmm. I already have. Yeah, I have my own mics. I got an editor. I have my mm-hmm. own area. I put it on YouTube. Blah blah blah. But I what I I really needed the advertising power that they have. Gotcha. But I'm slowly starting to work on. It. And then you know when I have a meeting with Candice next week about mm-hmm. start. Like I'm so curious about starting this as a business because mm-hmm. people are paying me to do ads now nice. but i'm trying to figure out like do they get bonuses if i give them receipts or like how much track do i have to keep mm-hmm. of it because it's all e-transfer so i have the history forever but mm-hmm. i don't know i just have so many millions of questions so i'm going to their place i think next week or the week after nice i don't remember uh can send me an email and it's all on my phone i too. I'm trying to but, uh, uh, plug away. How do people get a hold of you if they want golf lessons? Where are you at all the time? What's your information? Um, you can go ahead and check me out either on Instagram at Brady Bree Golf Talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and send me a DM. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that your only Instagram? No. Or you have a personal one? I have a personal one. I'm not really on it all that much. Because I tried hunting I'm... it down to figure out like your accolades, but eventually yeah. it led me to Elmer's. So. Yeah. I'm... Uh, I'm not really a social media person. Yeah. So, like, Birdie Bree Golf Talks has really pushed me. Yeah. Um, to be honest, um, when I was doing communication, uh-huh. I learned about all of the evils of social media as well. Yeah. So I kind of get a little weary about it. It's easy to slip into it, but even now, like, I only I post something and then just check in an hour yeah. or whatever. Oh, stuff going on. Yeah. Like I posted a giveaway right before he came over, and it's it's buzzing there's lots going on perfect if you want to enter it i'm giving away that bottle of liquor so Ooh, i might have to yeah oh, please the more tags and whatever i'll plug it after but sorry continue um the other way that you can get a hold of me is through my email okay so it's bri mm-hmm. at elmhurstcc.ca okay uh and when does your podcast come out uh thursdays every thursday um so my podcast is 18 episodes per season oh nice um, okay as per the golf course yes of course um so i will run until july 3rd Oh, that makes sense with, the, with your titles. Okay. Yeah. I thought just hole one, hole two. I was like, you're going to have hole 88? <laughs> <or, laughs> no. <laughs> that's cool. No, that, that's interesting. Um, and I guess all winter or July. Oh, geez, that ends early. Mm-hmm. When does when do you guys shut down? Uh, we'll shut down end of October. Oh, that um, late? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the reason that we did the 18 episodes until July uh-huh. um, is July is really when my time picks up oh so it's okay, very okay. hard for me to get away to the studio like even now i have a harder time yeah but it's just cram out 18 and then exactly oh cool that's interesting okay cool um all that information will be in the podcast description awesome. uh you're on all platforms as well correct because it's through again through safety net uh but I'll, I'll tag safety net everyone in it um yeah but again thank you so much for coming uh i can't wait to show you my old school clubs yes. you're gonna laugh uh, and I'll show you my little chipping area I have and stuff. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for coming. Everyone go follow her, find her on all our platforms. Uh, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you.